Well, hello and welcome to Mike's I Love Podcast, episode 164 for the 11th of March, 2018. Yes, so welcome. It's Mother's Day today. Those, I'm sure, Mothering Sunday. I'm sure uh, lots of people are busy doing uh, foodie things out, um, doing meals, looking after mothers. And uh, I've just come off a video conference with uh, Reading Smart City team, uh, planning for uh, next, week, next weekend's uh, event and so what else has been going on well uh, reading missing maps event i think i mentioned that it looked as though the uh, ticket sales had closed inadvertently and uh, stuart reopened those but apparently the, uh, they are nearly full uh, which is great that's for the uh, 20th of uh, march uh, got several things on that day um but uh, great to, to see that there's going to be a load of people helping out and Stuart also plans another one in April. So if you can't, like I get to the March one, still an opportunity to sign up for the April one. Yeah, and that's on the 17th of April. And Sam was asking about if there was anyone going to be in sight on on the 4th and to act as a sort of buddy. And I wonder if we could use uh, Gavin's uh, sensors to detect if there are people in the space. Uh, Because it'd be handy for somebody able to look. But also maybe the idea of saying, you know, I've had to be there at this sort of time just as a, a calendar thing maybe something we could have a look at and uh, make it available uh linkedin so that uh, it's dynamically shows uh wh- when there is space like to be around uh, i guess the other simple way is for people just to put a post up as they have and ask the question and we talked about also some project um, asking about cutting a slate potentially with a, a curve in it and Andy pops up from the US suggesting a high-pressure water cutter would be a potential solution. We've talked about having one but decided, I think, that it was going to be rather a, a messy uh, thing and certainly large and uh, un- somewhat industrial and not be used uh, as much as the space that it takes up. And I want to welcome uh, Michael Charlton. He said he wanted to introduce himself. And indeed, I met him on a Tuesday evening, normally available on a Wednesday uh, but as a new member, he'd, uh, he says he's interested in signal analysis and spectral dynamics. Signal analysis is working around. He says uh, normally Wednesday has is busy, um, but as I say, called in on Tuesday uh, early evening, had a chat, and then uh, I think he stayed on to see um, others at Gavin and that who in, in the evening. So a successful introduction. So welcome, Michael. And uh, Steve tells us that they fitted a new saw to the DeWalt cold cut metal saw, a new blade, I should say. Um, and uh, I guess it's where the spinning type uh, disc cutters for metal only, he reminds us, and people need to be shown how to use it. So an induction is necessary. Oh, and it's just a reminder I posted up about uh, making sure people signed up on the, on the Survey Monkey for the, uh, for the digital art brew up event uh being organized at reading uh, library at uh, reading museum i should say and yeah a very successful day yesterday good turn up the room was packed because it was quite a small room and uh, but some intense activity for breaking up into four teams which have then consolidated and uh so three prizes went to three one plus one plus two as a as a pair with very similar ideas so not a lot of funding, but enough to get us started. So we're looking forward to letting people know more about what's going on with the uh, 
project with animals and technology in Reading Museum over this summer and then being launched in the through from say November through and a big project next year where the real thing uh, is going to be on display uh, and Ben posted up about at this time of year it is a tradition to uh, ask if anyone has an egg bot and uh, I remember it back to uh, the event we did at last year with the uh, digital lates at Merle where Malcolm brought the egg bot along generated a lot of interest so hopefully it'll get to uh, be delivered to Basingstoke hack space and uh, generate the same sort of interest there Alex also said that he printed the parts but hasn't actually put one together so that's another possibility as well and uh, a third person uh, Nigel said he may help on somewhere but not sure where he's put it so interesting uh, comment from uh, Yoshi which uh, obviously part of a secret project between him and Alex so interesting a uh, bit of thread interesting to see some pictures of uh, the egg pot in action in Basingstoke and I think I mentioned about the uh, Gavin's project to create a, a gateway for his uh, sensors, which are running on NRF um, at 2.4 gig. So it's basically the same as the uh, lower Wi-Fi frequency, um, but using a, an, the Nordic uh, protocol. And uh, you remember Michael gave a lot of help uh, to Gavin in terms of questions about uh, the uh, antenna design he was getting very little transmission in one direction um, which he solved in the end by uh, changing the uh, channel he had a choice of 128 channels to choose and I uh, also thank uh, Gavin he's posted up some links to how I might get it to operate with the um, micro bit uh, I was thinking about doing a, a gateway for serial sensors uh, which currently use I squared C uh, adding a, a radio device to them so, and a picture involving 3D printing for his solution and antenna. So, that's great. So, thanks, Gavin, for posting that. And I mentioned about the uh, planar thicknesser, which uh, not everybody realised that it would do uh, thicknesses as well as uh, planing. And uh, so, an induction drew several people. And Ian said he's happy to do a group of people who are familiar with such tools. But uh, if it's uh, totally new, then he'd like to do it as a one-to-one. -one. So if anyone's interested in induction, um, try to get together with uh, Ian or possibly Luke, I think might uh, be able to do it, Steve. So we have several people who could do such inductions. In this case, it was Ian who popped up. And also Sean, another new member. So Sean says he wants to make some awesome projects. And I, I met him and he said he had a particular project in mind, but was looking to see what tools and bits and pieces uh, were available and what sort of uh, projects he might be inspired to make. So it seems he's settling on a PlayStation TV and a stand for a 9-inch monitor with an HDMI link. So, yep, lots of opportunities to use different tools in the space. So, uh, welcome, Sean. And uh, Alex asks us if anyone knows where you can buy a spring steel in sheet form. For he's looking to make a flexible print surface. And he said he ordered some sheet steel but it wasn't as flat as he'd hoped so googling has given him more false positives some positive positives so if anyone knows such material i uh, could get back to alex in spring steel sheet thread that's a bit tricky to be saying without uh, doing too much essing into the uh, mic and uh down at basingstoke they remember some of the bits and pieces from the uh, wiki which currently isn't available 
that then has a copy of it and uh, so I was able to answer the question about a uh, guide to using lathes and uh, which apparently quite a comprehensive uh, page was uh, posted up there so hopefully we'll have that back up and running shortly and some interest in a bowl a workshop that uh, Toby offered a while back he did the first one I enjoyed it very much and produced a bowl I was very pleased with but he says I'm currently focused on getting the Oxford finished once that done I'll have a look at some also some interest in getting or wants to get to doing the Shapoko but it says it needs a computer bike for it so uh, that was a question from the other week where uh, Richard was asking which ones might be suitable and a number of suggestions came up another question on wood craft uh, advice on what finishes would best that would be food safe and suitable for washing hand washed and dried for wooden knife handles and kitchen utensils stroke mugs made out of wood uh, so yep uh, I think Toby or Derek would be the people to, to answer those questions maybe there are answered elsewhere I'll leave that one and uh, highlight it to those who may have missed it and Mark M asks about the depth that the table saw can cut you can flip over he says and cut double but of course the problem there is that if the blade's not exactly in line you end up with a two not adjoining cuts a bit like the uh, creation of the uh, channel tunnel where several attempts in the past had actually missed each other although this time when it was done lasers and things I think they were out only by a very very small amount which was corrected at the end anyway the uh, blade apparently could extend up to uh, 80 mil above the table which is well within his six and a half uh, yeah, 65 mil above the, uh, uh, the that he wanted to cut and I mentioned the uh, repair cafe and a reminder that it will be on Sunday the 18th not the 17th as uh, Stuart uh, initially posted corrected by Tony a bit further down the thread at our lab this time and uh, I mentioned that I won't be available we've got a, a smart city workshop and then heading off to Wales uh, for another workshop um, but uh, posted up about needing to a couple of people who might return needing some help with some soldering and some woodworking repairing on chairs and so uh, hopefully people will be around and the tools will be available uh, to uh, to do those repairs as I, I've noted in my post on that thread and something that may be helpful to others a uh, sew compensation SEW on the uh, laser cutter uh, L'Oreal asks about something sometimes being a bit too small or a bit too big and uh, sounds like it is this uh, problem so it only appears in cut mode you go to click on the color layer and in that dialog box you see uh, on, under advanced settings the the default is not set and what it does is it shifts the position of the laser beam to the inside or the outside of the line so this is the old um, peg in a hole problem uh, where you don't want it too loose and you don't want it too tight so um, with it switched on a 3 mil hole will be 3.2 set with the setting and uh, with it switched off or without it switched on as he says um, 3 mil hole will be 3.2 with the setting on, it needs to be set in the inner direction, and a one mil should result in a three mil. So a compensation of one mil, of course, is on each side, so it works as a radius rather than as the diameter, because the hole goes round it, or the cut is on both sides, 
and that's where we get the, that calculation from. So that's a good explanation there, worth styling and making a note of, uh, because the terminology isn't something you don't necessarily expect. <laughs> and Alexander says, I both left my MDF Kopesh, which perhaps sounds as though it might be a sword uh, as a project, so don't uh, don't hack it, please. And also some black plastic in a cardboard tube. Uh, Tony found the sword, but didn't find the uh, cardboard tube. But there's lots of them, so maybe one containing the uh, the said plastic. Um, but he hadn't marked them up as do not hack. So uh, or with the project a mistake. Um, just alerting people to that. So if you were, uh, I. I have to look up the word Kopesh, K-H-O-P-E-S-H, must be a special type of sword. And Alex was asking questions about how to run multiple signal cables um, and neatly and uh, efficiently and avoid any crosstalk. And lots of comments came back, uh, particularly Richard was helpful. And Alex has come back saying he's chosen the right connector, connector he wants to use. Still not sure about how parallel how parallel conductors um how you avoid and the inductors and capacitance issues and how that works he looked at the capacitance but the inductance seems to be the key and eric posts a link to a useful article from electricalengineeringportal.com um four ways in which noise can enter a signal a, a signal cable and its control part one so that's a, a useful link um for not only for Alex, but for others too. And Eric also says, I did post another on the same subject last year, if you can find it. So maybe we look through the uh, Google group, we can find that in the archive. And coming to the last few posts, Luke said, posted on the 10th, so that was yesterday, was it yesterday? Yes, yesterday. Um, home base are closing down and have 50% off ironmongery, 20% off electrical, 10% off paint, and 10% off power tools, although only a few left closes next weekend so maybe uh, I think he probably means uh, next weekend itself so if there's things left which home base that is possibly the home base down in um yeah the home base down at the retail park down by the prison so and a post from uh, Keegan about uh, the argon welding gas being empty also highlights about the different settings that are needed and uh, Steve says should something that should be done as part of the induction if people have forgotten what they did when they did their induction he's always happy to take people back through it because setting the gas um, correctly is vital to getting a, a good effective weld and I guess probably not using too much gas unnecessarily <laughs> and Alec um, posts uh, on the basis that something's almost half full rather than being half empty uh, I love that our lab comprises of so many optimists, he says. And the result of the uh, task that uh, Keegan was welding, he posts in the next uh, thread picture of his new bike trailer based around a really useful box. So thanks for, for posting that. Great to see people's projects. And that brings us to the end of uh, this week's podcast. I was about 15 minutes. Not so much news this week. Lots of activity going on, though. Coming up to Easter, of course, not that far away now, and lots of other things going on too. So, this is Mike the Bee, signing off. Oh, and just one more thing I should say that I shall probably aim to do the uh, podcast on Friday uh, this coming week. As uh, busy involved with these workshops and bits and pieces over the weekend itself. <laughs>